This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Philadelphia's biggest restaurant on the waterfront. The Seaport Museum is located in this building that they built for the Bicentennial Celebration in uh, 1976. And when they built it, they had these huge outdoor decks, which haven't really been used in the past 40 years. So uh, we leased them from the Seaport Museum and we built uh, an outdoor restaurant here. It's uh, 1,400 seats on uh, three different levels. With a view of two bridges over the Delaware River, the restaurant opens just in time for the season of alfresco dining. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadass Kuznets on Penn's... This is Penn's Landing, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think it's still called Penn's Landing, yeah. We're in Penn, I'm on Penn's Landing at Liberty Point Waterfront Restaurant, 211 South Christopher Columbus Boulevard, below the Walnut Street Bridge. That's where there's parking, and that's also the Uber drop-off point. And I'm with Avram Hornick, owner of FCM Hospitality, and uh, they have created this gorgeous new outdoor restaurant right off of the Independent Seaport Museum. So tell me a little bit about this footprint. It's gigantic, and it's like open and outdoor, ready for summer. Yeah, so the Seaport Museum is located in this building that they built for the Bicentennial Celebration in uh, 1976. And when they built it, they had these huge outdoor decks, which haven't really been used in the past 40 years. So uh, we leased them from the Seaport Museum and we built uh, an outdoor restaurant here. It's uh, 1,400 seats on uh, three different levels. It is focused on seafood, but also Philadelphia-friendly sandwiches and appetizers for families and for uh, everyone else. So you had to build the boardwalk-style floors and everything? Yeah, so this was, uh, a building was built, I guess, in the Brutalist style, which is all poured concrete. So to kind of soften it up, we replaced all of the concrete floors with wood decking. And the biggest change was there was a four-foot parapet wall, essentially separating the decks from the river. So we removed that, and that opened up the view of the river. So in my opinion, this is the best view of the Delaware River in Philadelphia. Where we're standing right now is on the third level deck. We call it the Sky Bar. And we have a beautiful view of both the Ben Franklin and the Walt Women Bridge. And from where we're standing, all you see are boats, water, and sky. 
It feels like you're not even in Philly. I mean, Philly on the riverfront, but it feels like a little vacation spot out here in the sun. It, it does. What, what's special is you don't see any cars. So, like, really, cars are, like, the thing that kind of ruins an atmosphere for people. So while you're here, the only things you're going to see are the boats moving across the water. And I noticed that you built a couple of bars. So that was, like, kind of built on the steps. And uh, tell me about that. Yeah, so the bars are all actually made out of shipping containers. So there's uh, four bars. Um, the main bar is a uh, 40-foot shipping container. And then there's uh, the sky bar where we are right now is a 20-foot. And then the stage bar where we're doing live music is another 20-foot shipping container. Then we also have a bar on the ground level right across the dock for the uh, ferry terminal. Where are bathrooms? Are they in the building? They are, yeah. So the, we have a very large bathroom. We had to for the 1,400-person capacity. Inside of the Seaport Museum was a theater. So the Seaport Museum gave us half the dressing rooms for the theater. They still have the theater, and so they still have dressing rooms, but that's where we put our bathrooms. So all the bathrooms are located inside the building. Got it. And so that's where you had to rebuild all of that? Uh, yeah. We had to put all the bathrooms in. We had to put all the bars in, all the decking. But again, the, the biggest thing was opening up the view of the river. This restaurant is really all about being on the Philadelphia waterfront, which is, I don't know when the last time you were down here at nighttime, especially, it is just beautiful down here. I think for a lot of us, it's been a little bit of a while. It has, yes, yes. Between the pandemic and, and you know, there's a lot of uh, great activities happening down here. Um, DRWC has both Spruce Harbor as well as Summer and Winterfest, and we're kind of sandwiched right in between those, as well as uh, the Mashulu and the Chart Houses down here. And then, of course, you know, I'm going to plug our other locations. We have Morgan's Pier is right here, Craft Hall, um, Cherry Street Pier, where we have an outdoor beer garden as well. So it really, um, and they just finished the final renovation of the walk along the Delaware River. So it really is nice to have both restaurants to kind of walk to and, you know, a a walk that has destinations along the way. So you're no stranger to this part of Philadelphia. What do you love about this location? Well, I I think... You keep coming back here. Yeah, we have a a lot of locations here on the Delaware River right now. I think it is a a, uh, underutilized and underappreciated part of Philadelphia. And I think when they built 95, they kind of separated the waterfront from the city. And then, you know, I'm dating myself now, but, you know, 25 years ago, there was all these nightclubs that opened up down on Delaware Avenue. I remember. (laughs) And those nightclubs, like, they were kind of allowed to open without any kind of thought or planning in terms of the impact they'd have on the neighborhood. So as a result, it kind of, uh, they got a, Delaware Avenue got like a bad taste for hospitality uses. So I think this time around, there's a lot of smart planning and thoughtful planning going into how you can make Philadelphia's waterfront a dining destination for the entire city. And is this part of town coming back? I mean, we've been through two years of COVID and and restaurants in general have had a difficult time. Is nightlife, is dining, is it all coming back, do you think? Absolutely. You know, I think that this area of town is really going to change dramatically over the next five-year period. First, right next door, they're building a park that's capping 95. So it goes from the Walnut Street Bridge to the Chestnut Street Bridge, and it goes all the way from Front Street all the way down to the river. So I think the city is spending about $250 million to kind of reconnect the waterfront directly with the city. In addition, uh, Durst has got the contract with the city to essentially turn all these surface parking lots into apartment buildings and retail stores and restaurants and kind of create a whole atmosphere down here. You know, it's been a shame since I've been in Philadelphia, which has been, uh, I don't even want to know, decades and decades and decades, most of Penn's Landing have been used as a parking lot. You know, a parking lot for people parking at the hospitals. And that's just a shame to have to use uh, one of our greatest resources, which is the water, for parking. 
So I think, you know, DRWC with the Winterfest and Spruce Harbor and Summerfest have kind of like begun the process of kind of getting rid of the parking and replacing with amenities that people can use. And then when the Durst project kind of happens, that'll really change that forever. So what can we expect here? Can you give us a rundown of like some of your uh, your vision for the uses of the space? You mentioned music, um, obviously food. Yeah, so uh, we'll be opened. Um, it's, it's both a seasonal restaurant, primarily a seasonal restaurant, but we'll be open all year round with the indoor area. So we have about a 75 seat indoor area. And then, you know, the 1,300 seats outdoor decks, which will be open seasonally. We really see different uses for different people because of all the different levels. We have a, a third level, which is dedicated purely for events. So we see ourselves doing a lot of bridal showers and company happy hours and other types of uh, events here. So about a third of the space is dedicated solely for event space. We have a, a stage and bleachers, which hold um, 500 people, which are great for seeing um live music. So we've booked a lot of local cover bands for this season. Most of those happen kind of earlier in the evening uh, so they don't interfere with um, the nighttime business and the, and the noise. So that's uh, a big thing that we're doing here as well. And then, uh, you know, between the bars, people can come and ha- have a drink, have some food as well as a lot of dining seats. So we have things in the ground level, which we're kind of gearing towards, you know, children and families. Down there, there's a couple of boats that we converted into seats. So you can come and sit inside a boat and have a, a meal, which I think that families are really going to like. And then the main bar area, we see a place where like people can gather who are here for happy hour uh, as well. Avram, where did you get the boats for the boat area? So the boats were actually from the Seaport Museum. They have a very extensive collection of historic boats. These are not historic, but they have a boat shop here where they manufacture wooden boats. So these boats are, are older and they were leaking, so they were planning to get rid of them. So uh, they gave them to us and we kind of took these old boats and turned them into tables for people to sit in. Did they tell you we're going to throw them away or did you ask them if they had... Uh, No, they were saying, hey, we're getting rid of these boats. Do you want them? And I was like, absolutely. So we have one, which is, you know, there's a, the, for the seating. And then we have one for display along the walls. And then if you notice, these are actually some of the, um, a display that they were getting rid of in the museum, which is like a submarine display. So we, uh, took that and mounted it on the wall there. And then all of the windows, we put these special stickers on and they're all historic drawings of the Philadelphia waterfront. So, enlarged. Yep. So all the windows have them. The one on the ground floor is a picture of the Philadelphia waterfront from the um, 1700s. And you can see all the sailing ships that are here and you can see the streets and you actually can see where our location is on this you know, historic drawing of the Philadelphia waterfront. What are some of the highlights of your menu? The menu has a nice seafood focus to it. So you'll find uh, you know, shrimp and oysters and baked clams. One of my favorite things is there's a uh, fried seafood basket, which has a mix of flounder, like fried oysters and shrimp over like an Old Bay kind of French fry thing, which is really good. As well as some classic uh, Philadelphia things like a roast pork sandwich. We have a brisket cheesesteak, which is very popular, as well as like a boneless wing and, and other things that, that are really going to be uh, crowd pleasers. And we have to talk about some of the bar highlights, too. I mean, this is prime, you know, beer drinking space. It just seems like a beautiful place to have a beer out on the deck. Yeah, that, that we always look at the locations as primary for the purpose of socialization. 
Like we want people to come and spend time with their friends and family, a place to socialize. The drinking and the food is what you do while you're here, but it's not why you're here. You're here really to just enjoy being alive, which is kind of like the play on the name of Liberty Point. You know, Liberty, because we're, uh, we have a little bit of a nautical theme because of, we're on the Philadelphia Historic Waterfront. So that's the place off the idea that when sailors came to a port, they would get Liberty, meaning they could leave the ship and experience a town. But it's also kind of like the point of Liberty. Like we live uh, in, in an amazing country where we have freedoms that the rest of the world, you know, doesn't enjoy. And part of those freedoms means that we should do the things that we can do. So we really want people to come down and kind of experience liberty by spending time with their friends and family and, and, and being joyful. Like there's so much, you know, bad news these days. And the point of a restaurant like this is to kind of celebrate being alive. I understand this is the biggest, you know, footprint on the waterfront. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 1,400 seats. So, uh, yeah, I think it's the largest restaurant here on the waterfront, certainly. What's your favorite part about it? I think it's where we are right now. You know, it's called the Sky Bar. It's kind of a round building. Uh, it looks almost like you're on the deck of a ship. And when you're up here, you just have these, like, expansive views. Now, I live in the city, and I love Philadelphia. But one of the things that I miss is this expansive, opened view you know, because in the city, you're always blocked by buildings and, and even the parks that are lovely. But here, you just have the, 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 the expansive view of the sky and the water, which you just can't beat here in the city. Have there been any challenges? What are some of the biggest challenges to getting this off the ground? It, it has been a challenge. Obviously, the uh, supply chain um, and labor for construction stuff was really difficult. Um, the, you know, permitting and licensing was kind of difficult because it is a different style of project, mainly that's primarily outdoors. So getting people to understand exactly what we're doing um, and uh, getting everyone on board um, was not an easy uh, process. But uh, we've been doing it. We started almost a year ago today was when our, our um, building permit was issued. So we're ready to go. Wow. And um, I'm hearing that from a lot of restaurants with uh, the supply issues due to COVID. I, I'm just very curious. And I know I've asked this, but like, are people coming back? I know that some people left the city. I know that there's been some struggles. Um, do you and how long do you think it'll take before we're back to like 2019 levels? Uh, if I th- ever. I think there's a tremendous amount of demand for restaurants in Philadelphia. You know, this is not a demand problem. It's more of a supply problem. It's making sure that we have enough workers, that we're getting the right food that we need, we're getting the right equipment that we need in a timely way, and, of course, the cost of those things. Um, So that's really the problem that we're having is more of a logistical challenge. Uh, You know, the the guests and the patrons are great. They're here and they're anxious and they're very supportive. So I don't think that's the issue. It's more the other side of the equation. What's your expectation for your official opening day on Tuesday? Uh, in terms of what do we expect to happen? Um, well, we, we're, we're starting with a, uh, a scaled down opening. So we're not going to have all of our areas open. We're not going to start doing events for another couple of weeks. So we're going to ease into it um, again because it is such a large location. Uh, and, the, you know, the kitchen we built inside a, a series of shipping containers. So it, it's going to be a logistical challenge, uh, which we have a great staff and a great team here, which we're going to meet head on. How many employees in this one giant space? Uh, There's going to be about 250 employees here. Amazing. Um, Any other highlights that you want to mention, whether it's at the bar or anything else that I haven't asked you? 
Um, well, we're, we're pretty proud of the fact that we have a, this massive draft system. So it helps logistically as well. So all the wines, the beers, and the cocktails are all coming in via draft. Obviously, you can get your own cocktail at the bar as well. But there's a really nice uh, draft system. Um, so it allows us to do a lot of specialty cocktails um, and offer wine and beer to at all the bars. All right. Congratulations. It is beautiful up here. Avram Hornick is the owner of FCM Hospitality. Can't wait to see what it looks full of people. Thanks, Adas. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 